Welcome to the AfroTalent Accelerator podcast brought to you by Theofane Dima. Embark on an inspirational journey as we delve into the lives of Africa's foremost visionaries. Together, we'll explore the strategies, tactics, and mindsets that fuel businesses across the African continent. From funding techniques to investment insights, we're here to empower your entrepreneurial aspirations in Africa and beyond. Hello and welcome once more to a new episode of the Afro Talent Accelerator podcast. I'm your guy, Teo, and today I am honored to have on the show Mr. Mariba Olivier. Mr. Mariba Olivier, welcome to the show. Hello, everyone, and thanks to Theo for the invitation. I'm really honored to be there. It's a pleasure. We are honored as well. So a small introduction about yourself, Mr. Mariba, you were born in Douala as the eldest of two other children. After attending your primary education in Yaoundé, the capital city of Cameroon, your home country, you moved back to Douala, where you attended prestigious colleges like Liberman, Alfred Seker, and Joss. In 2002, you obtained your high school diploma, that is the Baccalaureate C, in a French-speaking education system, at the age of 17. You then moved back to Yaoundé to pursue your university studies at the University of Yaoundé 1, where you obtained your degree in computer sciences in 2009. In 2007, with the contribution of your friends and a capital of 25,000 francs CFA, approximately 40 euros, you founded your first company, the Maria Group, which offers web hosting, web designing, and website creation services. Today, you are the founder and CEO of Kiro Games, the first video game studio in Central Africa, which impacts and continues to impact the African tech and gaming industry. Your vision is to conquer the smartphone market in Africa by creating game catalogs that will have 1 million customers by 2025 and generate millions in revenue. You are a self-made and pure African-made talent. To help realize your vision, you build up a team of African-made professionals to assist you in your diverse projects. You are today welcome to the Afro Talent Accelerator show. You symbolize determination, creativity, and perseverance, which are essential to succeeding in any industry. With your remarkable achievements, you are a role model for many young Africans who are looking to break barriers and make their mark in the world. You are a model for me. Once more, welcome to the show. Thanks, uh, pretty good summary. Uh, yeah. In the vision of getting 1 million users Africa in 2015, uh, we have to pivot about it because of some ground realities that I will talk maybe later on the show. Yeah, I like to say that we are not a success story. We are a walking story. We are, <laughs> we are still walking, we are still striving. So it's not yet the happy ending of Oh, you are so, no, you are not there yet. You know, what, what actually pricks my mind now is the fact that you are not just a successful entrepreneur, but you're a modest uh, person as well. Just to bounce back a little bit to your journey, you just started giving us a little bit insights about the challenges which you face. I just want you to like give us concrete insights on what are the challenges which you have had as an entrepreneur once you started the journey? Just what do you think are the biggest challenges which... Uh, Africans, young Africans today face are facing in the startup scene? The evidence is the funding. Everyone knows that uh, in Africa, we are in the place where the funding are the most needed and are the rarest ever. So we are, I think, the, the one class of entrepreneur without bank debt. There is no banking system funding entrepreneurship for small and medium company in Africa. Energetic crisis every day. So there is a lot of common stuff that everyone can wait from this question from an African entrepreneur. You can think that the money will be your hardest part you know, if I have money, but I will say that the most difficult, the most ever difficult thing when you launch a company startup in Africa, will be the human's talent. Uh, not because of the skill. You will find skilled people, very skilled people, but because of the mindset. We are in a continent which traumatizes a lot. Of course, every continent has a struggle. 
of course, we are not in hell, but we are not educated enough to strive. We know how to suffer, but we don't know how to win. Yeah. This is something that I have to be very clear. So you will have people who are really strong to be like, you're in a corner of the boxing of life and you know how to get punched, but you don't know how to give punch. Mm -hmm. so like you don't know how to bounce back. To, yeah, you don't know how to bounce back. You don't know how to strive now to go where you are. You, you know how to survive, to, to get all this mess on you every day. But how now you can organize it to construct something. It's something really hard that you have to teach to your team. Because when you make video games, it's not about being passionate Monday and delivering. No, you will be passionate if you have to make 20 months to deliver a game. Passion will last three months. On the middle and the last days of a gaming design process, no one know, even know why they're making this game anymore. And on, not only in Africa, but every studio in the world, most like 99% when you're on the last three weeks, three months, we, you, you are like, why on earth I'm doing this thing again? And this is something that you are not being teached enough how to keep the discipline. You see, the discipline is something that we lack a lot because of education, not because of something else. The excellence, infinite strive, excellence culture, because yeah. we have a lot of Christian influence, and Christian give us a lot of good humanist uh, behavior. Believe me, I, I'm a Christian, Christian myself. But I can observe something that in Africa in particular, it gives us something else, is the fact that we have the, the bias of the perfection or nothing. So we are like, okay, in Christianism, you know that you have to suffer a lot of time to be happy a lot of time. You don't support gray zone. So it's about if you don't have something that makes me happy for eternity, it's not a real uh, thing. So we are waiting for miraculous solution that will take us from extreme sufferance to extreme uh, joy. And that's yeah. what, as an entrepreneur, you have to teach yourself first that there's a huge gray zone on the middle that you have to work in before getting in the place where you will never have an happy end, but you have a process giving you what I call since two days, the imperfect dynamism of perfection. Wow, that's great. So you are in a complete, constant, imperfect dynamism, mm -hmm. imperfect, imperfect process to yeah. try to build perfection. And yeah, this I mean, is I, all that's, that's really great. I really want to resonate and bounce back to what you, you made mention at the beginning of this insight about the financial aspect of entrepreneurs, you know, in the African continent. And you made mention of the fact that you are a debt-free startup. I mean, I don't know, you are surely already at the level of a company. And uh, while going through the preparation of this uh, interview, um, I um, found out that you also, in your free time, you write. In your free time, you are a knowledge transferrer. I mean, you like empowering people with, with words. And you also have a sub-platform where you try to empower these techniques, these mindset changes, shifts, which you are actually mentioning now to the young Africans, to the young Cameroonians. And I'm trying to make mention here about uh, what you call in French, la méthode rebondue. So um, for, for, the, for, the, for the listeners, um, it's kind of a quick guide to illustrate how, um, you know, you could go along when you're starting up a, a project, when you want to get up in the start, in startup, you know, some ideas, you empower with these tools in order to lead the young Africans not to make the same mistakes you did. So can you kind of give us a little bit more insights on how this um, approach has been uh, accepted, first of all, by your audience and also how has the local um, government, the local authorities, how have they been able to, you know, help come this vision to, to reality? Oh, it's a long, long process. And like I say, we are not finished yet, but um, it started when I went, I, I, I was uh, retained for the YALI program in 2017. After the release of our first game, uh, I applied for YALI program, the program launched by uh, President Barack Obama for 1,000 young African leaders who got extremely high education for three months. 
in US. So I was in Hanover and uh, my game was out. We had this huge reviews. People given us seven on 10, nine on 10, but we were not making money because we had very bad managed advertising part. We didn't have budget for advertising anymore at the release of the game. And we had made some uh, strategic mistake with our publishers uh, at the time. So the, the game was not making money. So I was like saying 10 years of my life, life crumbling, feeling a huge imposter syndrome about the fact that it's done. We have done a game, but it, we have to close the studio. And that's where someone in the program told me that uh, the best part of what we have done is not the game is the fact that we have managed somehow to convince more than 90 people to invest in one of the hardest countries in the world. And that I managed with my guys to make 20 guys that has never done what the game to make this game. So he told me that I don't know what you, you have done, kid, but if you manage to codify it somehow, to, to make it a process that someone can, someone else can take and replicate. You, are, you have something that your continent is searching because you know how to turn your reality into something excellent in terms of quality. And that's how the, the idea to make the Ubuntu uh, method uh, process, something that I can give back uh, was uh, designed. And I, after that, I tried to network with the government to make it something they can share. Uh, we found pretty good uh, supports from the Ministry of Telecommunication of the country. She's <laughs> constantly uh, talking about the book, even in a meeting, like, we are going to, and we are open like, oh my God, okay. <laughs> and also with the Ministry of Finance, uh, which supported us to make the crowdfunding something uh, mainstream. But again, this, I was thinking that, okay, if I have the government support, I will be able to deliver the product. And again, I realized that the human part, because yeah. you cannot, you cannot launch a funding, a funding tech, a fintech, without people able to understand that, you know, there can be a bug in your game the weekend, and you can wait for the developers to be ready Monday because you have to rest, you know. But it's a really French uh, mindset, like we'll, we walk to live, we don't live to walk. Yeah. But there are some kind of work you cannot do unless it's a vocation. So you cannot launch something where people will put investment. If you don't have a text team ready to know that if Saturday at 2 a.m. there is a bug that is pumping million of USD of someone, they have to come there to fix it. Don't launch sure. this business. Wait to find the right generation, the right people, because you you have to be with someone ready for the stakes. And it's not a matter of, it's a matter of something you have to build before. And this is something that we lack a lot. People who want, who have vocations, there, there are a lot of talk. I want to, I dream to. Yeah. But there is really few people ready. Not only in Cameroon, it's the same everywhere. But there is culture in some countries that raise the standards mm -hmm. that we don't have in Africa and that we have to face because it's just a challenge, it's not a fatality. Every country had to manage it at some point. And this is the main challenge that I'm facing right now as an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And this is the main core of my job every day. Be sure to build a culture to inspire my team, to get inspired by them to become yeah. they make me cool, and to design a way to build up this level of vocation, process, optimization, mindset, despite 40 years of mediocrity that we have been born to. Yeah, I mean, I really find it very, very, very uh, important what you're just mentioning, especially the fact that you're trying to get raw talent, I will put it this way, and then impact them and reshape their thinking. And I believe that personally, that's also what we, I mean, the young Africans out there, because this platform aims at empowering the young Africans who are trying to build up a career, no matter in which industry. So these talents, they actually need to be given the chance 
and be reshaped at the mindset as well, as you mentioned. So uh, what, what I try to also appreciate in your journey is the fact that you work exclusively with African talents. I mean, you really, you are actually hiring uh, people from the videography scene, from the, the marketing aspect, in all aspects of your business, you actually hire local talents and you empower them and you give them the tools in order to, to get better. But now you made mention of the fact that the government, and from what you said, you know, you have been working with the Ministry of Telecommunications, the Finance Ministry, what concrete kind of support do they actually offer you? Okay, in terms of the Ministry of, uh, it started with the Ministry of Culture back in 2013. I had no relationship with her. She, she was uh, the minister. I had no relationship. I am not in a political party. I am not the son of someone in the party. So uh, one of my shoulders, early, early shoulders, make an email to a young guy, Kwemen Roland, who was the president of the International GCI at this moment. And he said, okay, there is this young guy is serious, he's ambitious, can you help him? He saw my business plan about making a video game studio. He wrote to the minister and the minister said, okay, come to my office. I was like, oh my God, never. Wow. And when I went to the office, I was me, in fact, and she decided to help us to get, uh, she sponsored uh, two conferences where we were appealing for investment for the game studio. So that was the first time our government helped us. As an entrepreneur, you have often some needs, like you want to import something, and you know there is a custody problem in Cameroon. So it gives us some protection about this kind of mafia where they can say, oh, leave them. Uh, etc. So this is the kind of protection that we have. And uh, also they wanted us to spread the Ubuntu process. So they often invite me as a jury in national tech uh, test, uh, contest, where, for example, we bring the idea that we are not a Silicon Valley. So we don't want, uh, we need a lot of people. So instead of making a Western-like contest where one person win everything and the other back to the we have to make something where the 10 people that will be in the last will all win something because we need them to We succeed. need all these ideas, yeah. All these ideas to get something. And this is, I think, one of the rare contests in the world where the 10 finalists got funding by level, of course, and mm -hmm. also something. And that's what uh, we work with them. So now in the Ministry of Finance, we get some financial support for the Robotu program. Uh, that where we are led to deliver for once. We have to say when we are not the good one in terms of uh, delivering, because like I said, with the human problem that I had to face, we posed the project not and not uh, stop it, and that's it. And okay. that was really good on my mind. That's where I realized, that, okay, so it's not about money, it's about first getting the right team, but the pro project is not, closed is just on pause because I want to make it right. I cannot go and make a funding platform if we don't have the mindset to manage it without yes. some, you know. Yeah. Uh, for example, uh, harmonize the payment by mobile money. We have made a huge advancement, but not enough to secure it for public use. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I really do resonate with uh, what you're mm. saying, especially the fact that we want to first of all empower and impact the mindset shift before really actually getting into the real business. Because if you get into the real business without making this first move, there are there is a lot a high risk that the business is just going to 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 fall apart. Yeah, the technology can be the disastrous. Like you make people invest. Imagine that, for example, if your developers still need to learn how to not mess the user account of people. Some bug that we had in a game where you you open two years ago, they are, they are good enough now. But when we started our mobile game uh, process, there was this bug where you open your game and you re realize that you are logged as someone else because someone has messed the way the algorithm of the user management. So when you realize that, okay, despite all my ambition, my organization, I have to understand that it has time to create the kind of people that can not mess this kind of thing. 
before going to make this kind of project. So, you, so do you actually believe that um, the universities, the, I mean, the schools, all these training centers in your home country, Cameroon, in Africa, uh, I mean, I just want to restrain myself to Central Africa, first of all, and Cameroon in particular, because, you know, there are realities are different everywhere. But I mean, what I want to point out, the fact here is um, the talents which you actually recruit, when they come out of the universities, are they like finished products? Do they no. actually have the formation which you will say, no, no we are ready? No, totally not. In fact, it's, uh, it's, there is a global educational problem first. Uh, we know that the world is too far. There is a very few educational system that really uh, give what humans need today. We know it as a civilization, we have to change. But uh, we have some parts that are really, really lost. And uh, no, uh, the, the educational system is not good enough. There are some good basics, at least, yes. They, you can find some good basics. But uh, you have to make yourself three to six months to get the project that you want. OK, yeah. Okay. And it's normal also because there is it's you know it's a common problem of infrastructure uh, and also as a civilization for example I don't know for other country but um, there is a challenge that we have to fix in our generation is if you go in France and you ask to every French people in the street what is the purpose of your country French people will tell you ah we are the country of social justice we want uh, we are building country where uh, the world, the government, the thing are saving us so we can live our human life above everything. French believe about human life, human rights for them at least, above everything, above the market, above financial, etc. Uh, you go in USA, they will tell you that we are building the country where everyone deserves the right to go from his garage to billionaire. This is the country of free chance, of liberty, democracy, etc. You go in Cameroon and we don't know. So it's like, what I see, I do. What I don't see, I don't do. And the, the lack of objective, of purpose of a group, I think it's our generation challenge to set up a common goal. and to If you want to work directly with our Talent Accelerator team and receive personalized coaching or feedback on your investment project in Africa, don't hesitate to reach out to us today. Apply now on our website at effortalentaccelerator.com or send us a direct email at info at effortalentaccelerator.com. Join our community and be part of the movement driving Africa's entrepreneurial success stories. Uh, we have the opportunity as a generation to set up the goal of nations because some generation before didn't do it enough, but some people in previous generation also gave us a lot of foundations to make it happen. And we have to get the courage to make it courage because it's not easy. You will not be glorified doing it. Of course. Uh, you speak in the desert for most time uh, until you get at least senior power, of course, that you're a billionaire. You are, even when you will become that, it's still challenging. Yeah, so I mean... it's a really lonely path. But we, we are there because some of our elders took this path for us to end up slavery, colonialism. So exactly. we have to end up neo-colonialism and also gather our people. So, I mean, uh, you, you, I really resonate to what you're saying because our forefathers didn't have this bold nature to wanting to change things, have had this opportunity to be where we are today, to be yeah. able to be able to speak for our right. It's kind of bouncing back to what you're saying today. And at the end of the day, I personally believe that we as young Africans, what we are actually supposed to be, you know, we have to think of bringing value to the community. You made mention of the... French system of thinking, which I believe, I mean, I'm the one terminating the French system of thinking just for our audience to know. You actually realize that the mindset is kind of, you know, it's more centered and geared at ourselves, not really thinking about the community and uh, thinking about the future generations. I want to bounce then to the next question. If you would have had the opportunity, just like many others, to go abroad, study abroad and have professional life abroad, would you have had other realities in sense of success? 
would you have maybe been able to bring your startup to bring your company to better future or a better stand at this moment yes and no but i will say that uh, i will have another mindset that's of course i think getting abroad will have guaranteed me a better balanced life of totally you don't have to lie about it life is better out of cameroon than in cameroon for sure and the thing is uh, no you have to be honest about it it's not uh, it's not uh, some is a reality that of course we are working to change but it's the current oh. state of things i would have lost the faculty to make order in disorder mm -hmm. you see because i think uh, the battlefield need everyone we need people abroad with the right mindset the networking from a place where things are already evolving we need people locally that will be able to make the transfers because if every good mind go outside and that's the drama of this country everyone good has left in the 90s it's not because they wanted it's because the level of disorder was growing but they didn't stand enough they tried some others don't they didn't stand enough with something that is going worse and worse and worse because i was in a kagame conference and i had the privilege to listen to him in direct and he was telling that Africa is in, is in the place where we are because good people don't want to take power. Because when you are good, you know instinctively that power will corrupt you. You know yeah. that when you will take charge of this mess, you will have to make bad choice for the good reason, but it will unshine your soul. So you know that when they say, okay, we want to rule, good people in the room are always like thinking <laughs> about the duties. Where you have the mediocre, uh, you know, the, the, the alpha king, the, 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 who is like, give it to me. The boss. <laughs> and we are in this stage because we are one of the continent where we left those guys take charge. Yeah. We left them. At some point we had the choice. Now it's complicated. They have an army, they have etc. But at some point, all the good people say, oh, I just want to live my life and don't care about managing and this is where we are today. Yes. So, we, so yeah, to answer the question, I think I will be focused on my balanced life. And of course, I will have the feeling, oh, I want to back to the country. I want to check, like every people abroad. Yeah, so I will man. be in the same position of a lot of people, but I will also have the same weakness and strength because I will be like going back in Cameroon. That's the story of my father. Mm -hmm. My father has studied outside Cameroon, very ordinary very organized, very coherent. When the disorder era came, he, could, he couldn't learn how to manage inside this mess. Something yeah. that I learned. I mean, to readapt again in this mess, as you're saying. Yeah, because the mess is, is growing. That's true. Mm -hmm. Every day, there are level of mess. But you have to stand. You have to build the symbol uh, to, yeah, sure. to change the, the course of things. You do what you can, of course. And, and that's what that's what we are trying to do here through this interview, through this sharing of experience mm -hmm. and stories, through the Afro Talent Accelerator platform, through uh, the changing, the wanting to change the entire tech and gaming uh, landscape in Africa. I mean, this is already the movement we have started already. So, um, Mr. Mariba, I just wanted to know, in your entire journey, are there regrets? Do you have regrets? Are there things that you think you would have done differently if you would have had yeah. the knowledge you have today. Yeah, I have regrets, a lot of regrets, a lot. You know, as a human being, when you are an entrepreneur, you have a lot of fears. Uh, I will say that I was not a human being from 2014 to 2019. Okay. I was a robot. It was mostly, you know, do you know Working Dead, the show Working yeah, Dead? Yeah, of course, of course. You know, there is this moment in Working Dead where they start to say survive. Yeah. And they don't care enough anymore about uh, human uh human uh, you know human happiness yes they were like how to survive and we don't search problem survival so, of the fittest survival of the fittest so you are in this mood where you are survival and where everything that around the, the the friendship people asking you you don't care you are like i am i have to be efficient because the life of a lot of people depend on my ability to don't care about my humanity anymore. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So you start to kill your emotion to always think like a, like a computer. Yeah, and uh, this is something a lot of entrepreneurs have to face, to go through. And in this space, you are rude to human beings around you. You are not baby violent, but you are cold. Mm -hmm. You can be someone is crying because someone is dead and you are forced in if you can resonate you the very, <laughs> yeah you are very like i cannot change it anymore so i don't see the reason why i will cry because you're always in the and this yeah, is where yeah. i have to regret because i went out of it literally in 2029 where i balanced myself anymore again so i started to be a human again as i become a father and i realized oh congrats first of all my son yeah my son had two years and I was called to him. I was not able to enjoy a human bond with him because I was so turning us and my job is to give you enough so you have better chance. Yes. You see this fighting uh, mindset. And I regret because it didn't bond enough in these two first years with me. Of course, today we are joking together, laughing yes. together. You don't see me a lot, of course, because I work too much. The kind of regret I had and on the pure entrepreneurial side, I learned sometimes hardness sons too much time. It took me too much time to find out some lessons how when, for example, is the right time to fire someone. You cannot make a bet on human evolution. Sometimes it's the person that you don't think that will be your key asset that become your greatest asset. Sometimes you have to leave to the human part of the others the, the way to grow too. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you have to know when no. But I lack the key to decide quickly. And I found it, the fact that you can, you can take time to teach skills, you can take time even to teach mindset, but you don't need time to teach standards. Mm -hmm. You need two weeks to decide that the standards of this person will never make him get the mindset or the skills. Standards is what you decide in two minutes. You don't need to, it's what you want as the best if someone wants the best of his life there and you want to bring him there, mm -hmm. you will broke him. It's frustrating for both of you because he asked you not, he don't want to go there in his life. Mm -hmm. So if you want, for example, an artist to make you animations that will look like Japanese animation, and in his mind, he just want to be good enough to be better than, I don't know, the Congolese animation that you have seen in his life, you cannot make it go there. Yeah, that's the decision you have to make before and you don't need oh. two months for that. In two weeks, you are set up. This guy don't have the standard that I need. I stop. If you have standard, you don't have mindset and skills, I can teach you this. Mm -hmm. But it took me one year. I lost one year of my company to learn that simple lesson. But was at the time, it was... Up. Yeah, I mean, I really want to thank you for this insight because I want our audience... Someone who is out there, you know, having a small business who is uh, trying to really build a team. Those are insights which are very important because if yeah. you have to think figures in one year, that's one year of salary. No, it's, it's huge. It's huge. It's a huge. One of my mean, biggest entrepreneur mistake. It took me one year to figure it out how to decide when to give first the chance because, yes. like you said, we, we will never find the work, the good project first. So we have to find and invent a way to build up the right product humanly and technically, but we also have to find a way to know when you don't need to test more. And I wanted to get the right thing, not on luck, not on feelings. And this is where I found the right paradigm. But That's it took great. me one year. That's great. And you also made mention about uh, the, the anecdote, which you, the bonding of with your son. I personally believe that it's not a topic you have to neglect. You know, most yeah. of most of us, we get into this entrepreneurship and we always think just about the business part of it. But on the other hand, there is the human part of it. It could damage you. I mean, it will. damaging you, you, not you good, it will. It will damage <laughs> you. So it's personally, I really think... God to damage you. Leadership is damaging for you. If you are a good leader, you will be broken at the end of the day. It's why the best leaders in the world that God sent us died on the cross to tell you that the good way of being a leader is to die for those. Somehow oh, you will that's die great. <laughs> that's really, really great insight. So you guys, you guys really no, take note not, of this. There is, no, there is no way you have the happy end. 
Moses didn't sow the promised land. Jesus died. <laughs> Mandela lost 27 years. Lumumba died. So no matter how you do it, even if you feel rich, you will be a billionaire. It will cost you something. 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 Success as a sacrifice. You will have to sell your time, your sweat, your blood, and this is why you have to do it for something greater than money. Because of course, of course. If if not, you can't. You can. You have to love it for something greater than money. Yeah, I mean, I really, really resonate to that. And I just want to be conscious about the time here, you know. I will just step up on this last phrase of yours, you know, doing it for a greater purpose. That's kind of bringing in the fact that we have to bring more value than always wanting to, first of all, make more profit. Because when you bring value to the community where you are, of course, at the end of the day, it generates also profits for everybody. So, Mr. Maliba, I just wanted to know, uh, in order to bring this value, tell me, do you have routines which you half daily, it could be on a weekly basis, which actually help you be that concentrated, be that productive, which you want to share with us, of course. I think I'm still working on my routine, optimizing them. I draw a lot of things, so I'm always drawing what I have to do. Uh, If you come in my office, you will see a lot of drawing everywhere, because when we discuss with people, I'm really, really focused on paradigm. So I manage a lot with paradigm. I'm trying to always ask my team what is the good paradigm here because we don't have time we don't have funds so what is the way we set up our intuition to give us the result in two weeks that will have taken us three months or four months of the normal process so we are optimizing everything every time when i came to the office in the morning i tried to first uh, see my little paper I have a little paper on my table with everything I have to do in bubble, like a mind map. Even if we have um, uh, software for management, I have I like to keep it there in front of me so I never lose my objectives. Uh, because it's when you you have software, you can put them down and forget what you have to do. Yes. So I always keep a view of all the stakes as much as possible. Um, I'm always uh, trying to make some tool in the, the the office to see how people evolve and what they have to do. So I'm like the project manager of the studio too. So I have to be sure that they stay on track of the delivery process. I meditate a lot on myself. Oh, that's great. Uh, we have a huge emotional intelligence training in the studio. So we have a lot of really, really quick design session. But how do we do this? We have to always find the optimizing process to make something. Okay, so what are we trying with Kiro Games today? You mentioned earlier that we are trying to get 1 million uh, users in Africa. This is just the tip of the iceberg. iceberg. <clears throat> yes, we are a gaming studio. We make games, we make comic groups. So we try to build first a cross-media entertainment company uh, around our universe. We have two universes to the fantasy African universe with Orion. Uh, where I want everyone to join the Orionverse uh, on our website. You can see it, I hope, in the link of the podcast. Yes. Uh, We're going to link everything in the show notes. Yeah, because we offer free graphic novels, so you can, for free, jump in the universe of the African fantasy we are writing. Uh, In this African fantasy universe, there is a lot of lessons of life. You will see action, uh, magic, combat, but it's first, and I think you can see when I write about it on my LinkedIn, it's first a collection of lessons of life on how to build leadership in you in a violent and cynical place. That's All our heroes are written for that. But the great vision of Kiro Games is we want to get a lot of money in gaming. We want to make games in for the world, for Africa, and you get huge amount of billions of dollars. But we are simple people, right? You don't want billions because I want huge mansions, etc. and really simple. I am sure that there is a kid today in Africa who have 10 years old. He have the strive, he have the mindset. He's better than you and me at 10. Yes. He's maybe in one great family or poor family, but he know that he's born to fix African electricity problem. Yes. I know this kid exists. And I know that no bankers, no politician will 
be there for him enough how there's at the rate where we go. Yes. So I want Kiro as a group to be a symbol, but not only in the mindset, because at the end of the day, when you finish to have the mindset and the skill, someone has money on you. Yes. I want Kiro to be rich enough to be able to say, if you have this tribe in you, you will find us. Because if politicians and bankers don't, we will build with you the next part. And why do I do that? It's because, of course, I'm a humanist, etc. But because we have 40% of this continent with less than 14 years old. Yeah, so mm -hmm. we have to build 100 million jobs in less than 30 years if I want to go all in peace in my country and not be afraid every time I will see young people that they will kill me because they want to eat. Yes. And my politicians, my financial system, they are totally disconnected with the stakes. I can tell you, I have been in the higher place of politician and finance in this country and even this continent. Maybe this world, they don't fucking care. Yeah, I mean, that's, that, it's really sad to hear that because it's the reality, actually. And it's no, it's, just the yeah. fact that you are, people have to understand, we, the Africa, the young generation, we have to understand that nobody gives a damn about us. If we no don't one. actually want to you know, put ourselves there and if yeah. Kiro game is struggling today, because we didn't have, we don't have, and I understand when you go and see business angels out of Africa, they are somehow wonder why everything you are doing, why don't you find someone in your ecosystem ready to give you uh, 50,000 USD in love money because this generation don't exist. We have to be this one. At least some countries have, of course. Nigeria already have set up this yes. kind of layers. Uh, mm -hmm. South Africa is up. But for most part of French speaking company, we are this generation if we succeed. Because only someone who have made the path to go from scratch in Africa can understand the rights of someone doing it. Oh, yes. We have some business angels in Cameroon. But for most of them, they have worked for big corporate company in US. And, and they want back. to invest on us, and they can't understand why we don't do like they see outside. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because That's they don't understand point. the rate of the... And this is the kind of missing piece that we have to fix. So this is my the real reason why I'm working at Kiro Games. It's not just a studio. We are building a missing and, part of an ecosystem. the economy. And beyond the game, the idea is to make Africa the geopolitical place of entertainment in the world. Mm -hmm. I think we have lost the, the power to make jobs with industrialization because the era where we can have millions of people in use in uh, factories over, it's, it's over, finished. Yeah. You, you yeah. can't. That's there is automation, true. there is AI coming, you can. But in Africa don't like it. You, you know Africans don't like to be in factories, not our culture. We don't like somewhere where you cannot see the sky. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, that there is something where you don't need a lot of training with Africans. No matter where you where you go, most of African people love to receive other people and to give them food and to entertain them. This is literally in our blood. We like when someone comes in our country and showing the food. So what if we make Africa become geopolitically our place? Every time someone wants to travel to make tourism, we industrialize our tourists and our entertainment. So every week in Cameroon, for example, you make 100,000 or 10,000 or 100,000 people come and go. And that's... Imagine the level of money you can make. And you make it in a global scale. This is what Kiro has to do. And I know that no one will build it for us. No one. And you are giving a solution, I mean, a platform which offers to more than 90% the solution to the most problems which we are facing. And I believe that exactly. it will help the tourism industry. You also open the, the visibility of the entire continent. In fact, the thing is, I was complaining about the fact that no one is managing it. Now I realize it's an opportunity to take everything, in fact. So yes. we are in a place where if you are competent enough and you have some money enough, you can take everything. They have to stay in mediocre. I will take everything. Yes. I just have to make <laughs> money first with what I'm doing now. And not alone, of course, because the idea is to gather 
all the greatest mind, the, the ultimate workers of this continent, the, the guys that are better or like me, for every sector and tell them, guys, you want to make this, we will fund you. And because we are uh, excellent in a world where people don't care, we will take everything. Right, you don't cool. need to, we, the competition is so down. So low, there is you, no so competition. <laughs> an African guy with the money and the talent, that's why I'm trying to build. Because I have the talent, I don't have the money yet. What we actually wish we the Afro talent accelerator community is that, uh, of course, you will find the other part missing, the money part. You also uh, actually wrote a book, uh, which was also one of the best sellers uh, in, in in Cameroon. But any any resource which you think you could empower the young Africans or the, all the listeners who are actually listening to our show today in order to help them build up this mindset shift in getting better and getting more competitive? Yeah, I have, uh, I think, two or three books that I can totally uh, ask everyone to, to read. First is the book about Alibaba. Uh, the, the title is The House That Jack Ma Built. I took like 10 years of mindset reading this book. Also, the book of the founder of Pixar's well, uh, but the memoir of the creator of Pixar. This is where I learned the importance of culture, really, like the... The struggle to create culture can take 20 years, 30 years, and the infinite uh, mindset also that you have to have in mind, that mm -hmm. it will never be over. You have to be ready to start and build on again and again. Yes. And finally, the memoir of the founder of Nike, it was really, really, really uh, impactful on me to read how Nike is so similar to Kiro Games in terms of when you read their story, the fact that they were so always, you have been like 15 years, always at two, three months of bankruptcy, literally, and it was keep striving. The big night we see today, they have 15 years of story where they were almost bankrupt every three months. And they had to literally strive, strive, strive. Consistency. And it was really, really educating to me as a, an entrepreneur. Yeah, I mean, really, that's really nice and great insight because I believe that every entrepreneur should have the mindset of consistency. Always keep being consistent. And there are always periods where um, there's, it's not going to be uh, a bed of roses. You are going to go through failures. But these failures, I mean, you made mention at the beginning of this uh, show uh, how you struggled during your uh, uh, studies, uh, I mean, as a university student, how you had to, you know, take more time in order to get your, your university degree. And at the end of the day, you kept consistent. And today we are where we are and the journey is still going. And, but now before we part, um, coming back now to what you actually started already, uh, I just wanted to know for all the listeners today, um, first of all, give us kind of, okay, where is Kiro standing now? Um, where can people go to learn more about Kiro? I mean, we're going to link into the websites of the entire group also, and kind of tell us where people can connect with you, first of all, personally, if you're open to it, maybe your LinkedIn, we will link everything in the show notes. And at the end of the day, give us your last words, uh, where you guys are standing. Uh, are you opening for finance around? Um, how can people contribute to the vision? And I mean, just kind of give us some ending words here. Okay. First, I will give a gift. Uh, like I said, uh, the main thing that I want maybe people to get is to get the uh, little taste of what you are building. So we offer you three free graphic novels on our website, uh, join.orionverse.com. So you can go and see the Orionverse. It's an animated website where you can download the graphic novel. So first, this is something that uh, I really invite everyone listening to go and test. Uh, now, to reach me, I'm always connected to my LinkedIn. So, and I accept everyone who is professional enough, at least uh, if you have not great picture, I will accept. So connect with me on LinkedIn or Twitter. I'm really uh, there. Olivier Madiba, simple. Okay, okay. We'll link everything um, in the show now we are raising funds today because uh, our current objective is to make money in US with our games so we can fund ourselves our evolution in Africa. Uh, so we are raising 500,000 USD today for 
10% of QR games. Uh, so yeah, if you are business angels, you are, we mainly want business angels to be honest at this stage. Mm -hmm. So if you are business angels who want to invest, uh, contact us at founders, uh, arobas, qrgames.com. We will send you the documentation, uh, of course. And we can even give the link of the pitch to Theo. So you of can course. directly read the pitch under the, the podcast and yeah. contact us. And uh, what, what we really need also is networking. We are so busy to build what we build. That is, and to train the team that is often hard to get the right networking, to be in the Zoom call with the kind of people who can say with just a discussion, okay, I want to put 20, 30,000 USD on this. So if you have network of visionary investors, it will help us a lot to get introduction, really. So, I mean, great. Um, thank you for this. We were going to link every piece of information in the show notes for you guys, you know. And what we really encourage is don't just listen to the podcast, don't just get the value, but share, you know, because yeah. it's through sharing that uh, we can actually reach out to the people who, are, who will be able to really bring in uh, a contribution, a valuable uh, uh, impact to the vision and developing the entire Kiro vision. So um, you listening to us today, I really, really, really want you to get the entire value. We are really thankful to Mr. Mariba for his time, first of all, and for sharing Thank his personal know. life uh, experience, because, I mean, there is a lot we could see unpack because uh, Mr. Mariba's life is really rich. We haven't really gone through the, the, the third of what we could really go through, but maybe we can make it to another session. What do you think? Yeah, why not? Thank you for tuning in to the AfroTalent Accelerator podcast. Don't miss out on our upcoming episodes where we continue to bring you inspiring stories and actionable insights from the forefront of African entrepreneurship. Subscribe now to our show to stay updated on the latest and be sure to reach out to the AfroTalent Accelerator team to share your thoughts, suggestions and collaboration ideas.